The following program is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show about four friends who compete to embarrass each, each other. Compete to embarrass who each compete other. to embarrass each other. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah. yeah! You know what that means, folks? When We're you hear back. Shay and you hear James and you hear Casey, that can only be the official and practical Joker's podcast. Back up in it. That's right. For the nine nine and two thousand. Remember that was always the thing people would say. Back up in it for the nine nine and two thousand. Yes, the millennium. So we call it. Uh, good to see you guys. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, what's, what's up? up? You look crazy. Casey. You look wonderful. Uh, everyone, uh, Shay, you look like you've got uh, woodpecker DNA uh, driving, <laughs> coursing through your veins, just like we all do, just like Q in the second challenge. It's a fun episode. I, lo- I love this one. It's a really, I-, I love, this is the game. I love Product Justice. This is the one, I'm just like a big, big fan of it. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's like a classic one, one like I, should do at least once a season forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's our show lasts forever. I think, right. That's on, as long as yeah. true TV lasts at least. Uh, as long as, we TV will, is, as long as TV is around. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, actually it, it might be, it might be gone soon. But I'm sure we'll, we'll get on streamers or something. Who knows? Oh, it, I I, no it, it'll be like, you know, there'll be like, um, like smart glasses where you just, you know, beam your, your, your programs, right. You're beam your TikToks right to your eyes and we're yeah. going to get on that. We'll be on, we'll be the first platform out on, on smart glasses. Um, I, it would be so cool if there was like an immersive Joker's experience. If you could be like in the grocery store watching the challenge with the guys. That's fine. I would. Yeah. I, I feel like that's like going a, to happen. This sounds like a product pitch. Like we're making up our own. <laughs> yeah. Like these, uh, like these terrible products, the guys tried to shell, which are right, so challenge. a fun thing about this is the guys really wanted to do this challenge the way that they originally did. Like, like if you think about like brick flops, that time yep. we did it, it's only like, it's only the Joker alone with like another mark or two. What the difference is, if you're wondering is sometimes they go head to head where you remember like, um, right there's like the exploding pregnancy test versus waterproof yeah. bread. It's like, they were like, okay, we've done that a few times. Let's go back to the OG version where it's just you pitching to see if that's more fun again. And so that's the, the kind of the decision. Sometimes the guys, you know, to switch it up, to go back. That's kind of what they, what they go for. Yeah, that was great. And then also like a little caveat, cause I don't think we've ever done it exactly this way before, but because of locations, right. Because of like shooting during uh, the pandemic where you had this awesome office location and we're like, well, how can we use it again? So it didn't feel like we could really do like a focus group in it with like this bullpen era, but we're like, oh, what if we hire someone to like work at one of these fake companies for a day? And then the jokers are like pitching to another employee at the company. Like, Hey, what do you think about this? Like, I have to go, like, can I help practice my pitch ahead of you? Do you think this is like ready to the market as opposed to like bringing in people that are like, Hey, we're going to do a focus group and let us know. So a little slight tweak there. And if you're wondering, that's why we did it. Um, exactly the way we did. But yeah, I thought it was really fun. Yeah. So we'll jump into them now. So the first product is windshield wiper phone case, or is it a case? Yeah. Kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> it sits on your desk to save space. Yeah. 
hundred percent. I could see, I, I agree this one. Hansel liked it. I do too. I could see this being a real product, even if it's like a, like a gag gift stocking stuffer, but like, I don't know. This is the one. Well, like for phone sure. soap was really big. Do you remember phone soap? I think it was on Shark Tank. And then like that one Christmas, um, like my wife's family, everyone got yeah. a phone soap. And it oh, came really? handy during the pandemic. What's uh, when, phone soap? Okay, so it's, it's, you put it in this like big like box uh-huh. and it has like UV light on the top and bottom. So it's basically like a coffin for your phone. And you could, you know, you could put a cable in to charge your phone as well. And uh, it, it's supposed to the UV, you're supposed to clean your phone. I mean, this sounds like something we'd come up with, but I guess the technology is there okay. and the science. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. The windshield wiper phone case, I would definitely get with the six year warranty, only good for three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love when they throw in stuff like that. Just like <laughs> some yeah. extra stuff. Uh, it was great. Yeah, it definitely. Same uh, same windshield wipers they use on the ISS for all that liquid in space, as Murray called out. Yeah, this, <laughs> hmm. but this is one like it definitely like I I can see it. Like I don't know, Shay, would you get this product? I my phone is is dirty a lot, so probably yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 yeah, it would be tough. I've been downsizing, just like having a smaller setup, and it would be it'd be tough to convince. You know, like me, my wife and I share a desk now. It'd be tough to convince her, like, I want to take up more real estate for this product. <laughs> yeah. So that I think that's that's something that's it's you know, if I had to buy this product, I think I would probably pass. I'd probably I'd probably opt for something like the macrowave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's talk about macrowave because herein lies my mark of the episode. I mean, do you, you know what got me? Yes. I agree, and you know what line had me go? That's the mark of the episode. <laughs> I mean, was it absolutely postpone it? No, it was gracious. <laughs> this mine was true that. True that. Yeah. True she that. also said, she, which is so funny because she was, she did the one that's like, true that. Like, it, <laughs> it was, I, I couldn't believe that Prince Herb didn't like call that out. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this is the, to me, the perfect pairing of like product and mark. Like, maybe the best that I've ever seen. She just went along with everything. Like she was ducking out of the way of the macrowave, like took her distance, like went behind. She's like, let me get a little bit further away from this. Like asking if she could turn it off and like, how strong is it? I love that. It's it's about four to five MRI strong. (laughs) I mean, that's crazy. You'd have to run out of that room. Yeah. Uh, If you don't duck, you cook. It was great. Yeah. Uh, And and she wore the protective, you know, protective glasses that like Prince Herb had on out there. Uh, while this, like, again, uh, shout out to our art department again. Uh, you know, Will Saxon and his team just making awesome, awesome products. Uh, the microwave, I thought, just looked amazing. I, I, like, what is it, basically? It's a microwave with some lights inside that constantly change color. Like a yeah. TV antenna that kind of spins around. It, it was it was amazing. You're right. It, it, like, when you think about all the parts and you know that it's like a it's a fake product, you're like, Oh, this is this is so fake. But when you when you just see it like that, you're like, oh, that looks legit. You don't question it. Like it's it looks yeah. it looks the part in a way that like I'm like, oh, I believe that that would be on what a, ma- a macrowave is. Yeah. And I was like, I'd also be afraid of that thing facing me. You know. Definitely. And there was actually I remember when uh when Will and his team were talking about it, they're like, should we have food out on the table at all? And like, if so, how do we cook it outside the macrowave? Like, trying to figure out how to make the macrowave actually work. And then the guys uh, wanted to throw salad on the bus. Like, yeah, just no food because then this way, you know, in theory, it is working. And there's like waves going out there. Whereas like if you had 
whatever, an uncooked TV dinner out there on the outside, you would understand that it's not cooking. So like Mark would think it's not working. And like the Mark was like legitimately scared that, uh, She's being exposed to uh, to the, the microwaves. Radiation. I, I, I would be, I mean, I, I think it's definitely smart not to have food because it like lets your imagination kind of run wild. And exactly, you know, and I, I think it's like, it's scarier not knowing what it's doing. Cause you're like, is it cooking me from the inside? Cause like a microwave does that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's like, you can see the gears turning in her head, like being like, did I just get exposed to like so much radiation right now. Like what, how does this work? Um, I don't yeah. say, were you on set uh, for this bit? And like, how did you remember like the release at all was like this Mark, like very relieved to find out that she wasn't uh, like exposed to all this. She was very relieved. I think she, she, she laughed. It was funny. So she didn't know the show, of course. Oh yeah. But it was yeah. hilarious. Thought it was the, hila- the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah. Probably like extra laughing, just like the sigh of relief that she like wasn't going to have to schedule yes. her doctor's visit and all that. Too. <laughs> Thank goodness. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's so like, great. I forgot my other line is you feel fine, right? I've been ducking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. So early one, but this is, this is my mark of the episode, but there is steep competition coming later. Yeah. There's some good. I agree. Um, it's so funny that we went that like, they're kind of similar and this just happens sometimes, but like the tanning bed for children is also using like, you're basically cooking children now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, I I like the Amber, the mark here, her biggest concern is the size of the machine. Like, well, can it fit all the kids? Like, (laughs) Yeah, then of course, know. you know, they make it sizes one through 14. She actually, like, she wanted to improve the product. Like, she was, like, looking yeah. out for him. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And it's funny, this tanning bed is basically just, like, what, fluorescent lights in, like, a shell casing. Like, such yeah. a interesting-looking product that Will has to come up with. Yeah, it, it's the best. That's, what, I just, that's, what phone, that's exactly what phone soap is, now that we're talking about it. it instead oh, yeah. of, it's a small version of that that just blasts. UV light, but instead of blast, UVs blasting right in their young eyes, it blasts your phone. That's that's oh. what phone. Yeah, I actually got one of those for pacifiers. Like when my kid's pacifier drops on the ground, you put oh. it in this little case, uh, and it's probably it probably does nothing. So it has effective as a tanning bed for children. But yeah. Oh wow. Oh, interesting. I don't know. It might. Very cool. Yeah, I hope so. Been using in it, the so. old days, they just put dip it in bourbon, right, and then it's clean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah, now you can even dip your phone in bourbon. <laughs> I'm gonna have CPS come to my house now. So be like, we heard you want to do this. Uh, <laughs> nine, nine out of ten children want to be Tanner. Some great stuff. I love Murray's acting here too. Even this is like his walkout. First of all, the guys so much swagger when they're walking out. I know these first three three fellows. They look so confident, calm, cool, collected as they go out there. Yeah, uh, I, I love when they make a little moment of that stuff. And I mean, I, I guess we got if we're gonna talk about entrances none better than Q's foolproof plan. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I mean, it works. Technically it works. <laughs> a lot of technicalities in Q's turn, right? It's a lot of technically he won. Yeah. Technically the foolproof plan worked. I love, yeah. Like foolproof plans work. What? 1% of the time. I mean, I, Over the yeah, show's history. Definitely not. I mean, it's, it's, it's Babe Ruth like, kind of calling a shot and then striking out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, nice callback from uh, a couple of weeks ago podcast, yep. but yeah, I, I love it. Q walking out there, getting scared that somebody else is in the office and just like tossing his papers off. It reminded me of that meat cute bit we did where the guys like dropped the oranges in front of a mark and they had to pick them up together or they dropped papers in front of a mark another time too. They had to mm-hmm. pick up the papers with them. 
give me flashbacks of that. I, I just, I love that sometimes Q gets a little too excited and he throws himself under the bus and he has to like, he has to like bail himself out when he's talking about like <laughs> boys, number one, girls, number two. And she's like, wait, why? And he's like, I mean, Pope mobile, number one, <laughs> then girls two, them boys, gross three. Like that stuff is so funny. But I also yeah. like, he's like, we'll put Spider-Man or some shit. <laughs> oh, it was the best. Also like kind of want a Pope mobile dustbuster now. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I like the dusting. The, the, the dusting would be the product I would actually want uh, for the house. It, it would make dust busting a little bit that, uh, that much more fun for me. So I would, I would take it. Totally. I'll yeah. take it too. But just the dust thing. I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely just like a pun that we were like, okay, let's now, what would that be? It's definitely oh, yeah. backwards in that way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, teaches kids how to clean and play. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's good. yeah, the sparkles and, you know, for the ladies, uh, it, it was definitely meant to throw him under the bus as hard as possible. And it really did. And sky, you know, did a great job calling out everything about it. Uh, and then I guess tacitly approving it at the end by just saying like, sure, I guess you're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's definitely, but I mean, it's like a, a clear loss with Prince Herb, you know, I love a clear loss, like definitely postpone it, you know, <laughs> absolutely postpone it. Yeah. That's, there's no sneaking out of that one. That's a loss. Um, all right. Should we run into our next? So I, this, I, this next challenge, obviously we saw half of this recently in an episode, but it was really just Murr when, cause Sal, you know, didn't go. Cause that was the, you know, he, he had lost yeah. so, so badly that it was yes. nice. And so this is the other half of that. This is Joe versus Q yep. and uh, we got two turns out of it, which is nice. Yeah, it, it was great. I mean, I, it was really fun. Uh, I like Gatto's profile name of football beer dogs. It's so funny. Yeah. It's basically two lies and a truth. <laughs> yeah. But you, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, Gatto did, it wasn't a fantasy football thing, but it was like a pick them like, Oh, survivor football. So it was like, you pick one team a week to win. And if they win, you move on and you can't pick that team again. But basically like Joe doesn't know anything about football. Doesn't watch the NFL at all. Just joined it because he heard there was gambling going on in the office. <laughs> it was, like he was like stopping by like one day and he was like, Oh, whoa, whoa, what's this? He's like, yeah, I'll gamble. He's, so he's like, put me in, count me in through like, you know, 50 bucks or whatever it was. And uh, I, the the, uh, fr the frustrating thing was it was me and him and I think uh, Ali Lane, our line producer, at the end. And I just knew that he didn't know anything about football. And it bothered me so much because my Sundays are just spent in front of the couch watching everything. And then, like, Gatto just being like, uh, I don't know, the Lions will win? I'm like, no way. The Lions suck. Like, they're never going to win. And the freaking guy won. So he won the <laughs> office football pool. And this is his football beard dogs that, you know, <laughs> I feel like it's rubbing my nose in it because he beat me in that pool uh, last year or whatever. So, yeah. But he does wow. have a million dogs. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's so fun. That's a great story. I love yeah. the, I, I, I love that he just, like, walks into gambling like that. It just finds him in a way. Yeah. Yeah. He just, he's a, he likes to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I love this turn. This is a great mark too. Duke, Duke was a cool guy. Oh yeah. Love Duke. Very cool. Um, yeah. great lines in this muffin top. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, strap on or, you know, go for a ride, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, he wants a buxom lady like his mom. That's to me, I haven't heard the word buxom in so long. So it was really fun to, that we're still pulling out words that haven't crossed my mind. Yeah, I hope we bring it back. And then the barn animal, uh, the barn, what is it? The uh, owls kiss his cheeks? 
Yeah, he, he puts dead mice on his shoulder so barn owl, owls will kiss his cheeks with their wings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> very just, creepy. Barn barn owls. So fun. This takes you into a whole... It feels so believable because he's like, it's such a specific that you're like, how would you make that up? It, it, was, it was fantastic. I think my favorite thing, though, is just the guys getting Joe to do that voice again. He's like, I need my toily, which my is toilet. like, he's like, I'm a little cheese boy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> voice from previously in the season. Uh, uh, big fan of it. But I uh, need it. It's so funny because it's like Joe doesn't use it. So like, all right. So so in like comedy, like sometimes like a character can be like um, high status or low status, and Joe yeah. always plays like big high status characters. So like to, a Cole von Cole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like always kind of dominating and funny and big and loud. And then like when they make him do this, it just seems so strange. But it's like I'm a cheese boy. Like I need my toily. Like it's just so out of character, and it's I I love it. It's so funny. Yeah, it, it was great. But here's the thing. So okay, it, he got a ten. So like you know when I, I again like if I'm watching, I'm like well he got a ten. So obviously this Q's gonna lose. Q's gonna probably be in the punishment. It'll be a double punishment or something. And I just love so much that they both got 10. So there's like a no loss. I know in this, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah. That's it was a surprise it, there for me. It, yeah. It was, I love a tie, you know? Yeah. Perfection. I wonder though, like if, if Sal didn't lose the first challenge, right. So, and then they got a tie there. I, don't yeah. know, I wonder, I wonder what would happen. I wonder if they would have to get double punished or something. I don't know. How double pun, unless work. it's a double down challenge. Right. Then, right. But, two thumbs down forever lost that uh second challenge but yeah or the other uh, two lose. maybe the other two lose because it was joker versus joker so they won so the other two lose that would be interesting I, i'd like that yeah or you That'd never know fun. sometimes a random bet gets thrown in <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden I'll, t- I'll lose this episode if you can't get an 11 on this uh, dating profile or something but uh which honestly i think you may have been able to get i think maya was a big fan of q's dating profile and maybe a big fan of q exactly I, I, I think so because she she just said she made a dating profile just the other day. She loved this profile. I don't know, Shay, were, were sparks flying on set here? I, I think she had a little crush. Yeah, really, Mister Handsome. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she was she was even helping him out with like with the tree, like a sexy tree, and she was like, "Yeah, the curves." <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So she was a hook line and sinker for this profile. She's all in. Who do you think, uh, which of the Jokers do you think gets like flirted with, with the most? Not like does the most flirting, like gets flirted with. Oh, I'll leave this one to Shay. What do you think? Brian Quinn, for sure. Really? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh. Is this like when we're filming on the road? When? Like, like when we're filming. Yeah. Yeah. He just, that's so funny. Uh, I like how it's not even close in your mind. It's just like definitely Q. They love them some Q. <laughs> they love them some Q. <laughs> yeah. Is it all, it's all women? Just everybody I mean, loves Brian? I, I, I mean, everybody loves Brian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they love them some Sal too. I, I got to okay. give them, they, they love them some Sal too, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I think uh, Q swag. Yeah. I could see it. I mean, I'm sure Joe's wedding ring is a repellent. Yes. So is mine. You know, they see it. A lot of respect in the tri-state area. But, his, uh, so but his, historically, Murr is the flirt. He's the flirt, yes. Mm-hmm. He's the, he'll, he'll be the flirter, yes. not always the flirted back or the flirtee. <laughs> yeah. But Q, Q's got a charm that I think is disarming and, you know, like he doesn't, yeah. doesn't seem like he's flirting, but I think 
I think when we pick up his vibes that he, that he doesn't, whether he intentionally or not puts out. What's the hardest anyone's ever flirted with a guy on set. Is it anything jumping to your mind? Was anyone like, you have to take my number, please call me. Uh, did, that, did, yeah, or... that happened, that happened like, to Murr once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember like, yeah, we were, it was like in the park at one point he was, he was flirting back and they fully like talked and exchanged numbers. And the guys mm. were like, you know, like they were pissed. <laughs> they were just like, I can't believe this happens to this guy. It's Mara's eyes though. Mara has those eyes. I know. It's true. They're creepy. No, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are. Though. They're innocent. They're, he has these really innocent. That's what Lisa, that's what my wife said. Like when she first watched the show, that like, you know, oh, but he's so, he's got those innocent eyes. That's great. Yeah. That's so funny. So yeah, I could see the guys getting so upset too that Murr got a number on the floor out there. Just like, uh, that's great. I would like it'd be fun if we could have turned that into a punishment, right? Like make him go on the date and just absolutely blow it. Something like that. But yeah. That, well, I guess if she met him on the floor, then maybe eventually she finds out it's a show when you get released. So maybe that can't happen, but yeah. Uh, but that's funny. So yeah, good to know. So Q Q's the most flirted too out of all the fellas. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> the, the fans need to know. This is the kind <laughs> of stuff that they write the fan fiction about, which, by the way, we have read, and it's pretty creepy, everyone. Yes. Congrats. <laughs> I, yeah, like uh, every now and then, you know, uh, uh, back in the, in the writer's room when we used to meet in person and stuff and just dead time, uh, I feel like Imbergio or Zaluga would always pull up uh, some, uh, some Joker's fan fiction that they would find online and uh, read it out and hit feel free to search it and feel free not to search it. Cause it gets pretty creepy and pretty graphic out there. I think there's, so. it's mostly, it's mostly Murr and Murr and Prince Herb uh, together. Like, as oh, if really? yeah. Cause it's because they're, they have this like fighty relationship. I think people like to dream that they're, you know, maybe exes, <laughs> uh, you know, like in their fan fiction as they get back together. So it's like all that passion is put into, you know, sensitivity i don't know yeah it, it gets weird and it's funny though when they use the termini- t- terminology from the show and kind of like <laughs> they just put it into their weird yeah. fan fiction and it's like oh well how are you gonna punish me yeah. <laughs> stuff like if you that. refuse this kiss you lose <laughs> uh yeah so so creepy uh I, they, I don't know things get slow in the office sometimes and you read that and you do fantasy football bets and all that. But yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think, I think Maya here, she was my, my runner up for Mark of the episode. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I loved, I loved how into it she was. She's like, yes, 10 message. Boom. Like I'm, I'm all about this. Uh, I, the, she said one of my favorite things, which is that she thought she would lose in a fight with her clone <laughs> because for some reason she's just thinking the clone will pick up something to uh to then defeat her like just assumes that the clone will be tougher than her she try to throw it out there that maybe there's some woodpecker dna that gets thrown into the clone <laughs> which she's just like yeah whatever i'm all about you so i'm gonna say yes to this as well um but yeah i thought that was really funny yeah um i also yeah i really like the the chris jericho shout out because they're friends with jericho so I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, like they they've like Q and Prince Herb have been on the Jericho cruise, the Jericho cruise, which is like a like a cruise <laughs> that like Jericho throws and his band plays and 
like he gets all his friends on it. It's like a wrestling and music. Oh, that's awesome. And I think that at, at a time when they, when they were doing what say you, they were, they did that on the boat and hung out and had a good time. So I think it was nice. a little shout out. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, so he wants to be tag team partners with Jericho, which I think could happen. You know, I mean, he's been in the, he's been in the ring before. Yeah. Yeah. The guys have been on like WWE and stuff, right? Like they didn't sell drink chug beers with a uh, stone cold at one point that was yeah that was for stone cold's like show that he he had like his, his own show at one point okay and but but yes they've they've definitely like done stuff with like the miz uh for wwe stuff but they're also uh-huh. jericho is like a big aew which is like uh the other wrestling league sure and, which is you know famously when we had a challenge where he was like on the balcony and then it turned into a punishment and he had like that hat on and like, they were like, you know, take a photo. This is the yeah. new photo. Um, yeah. And that he was wearing an AEW shirt for that, which probably, you know, maybe, ah. maybe got them some other attention, you know, some more. Gotcha. Okay. That's cool. So they're in the universe. They haven't, you know, they, you know, um, they, there's so many boys that like, so many wrestling boys that like our jokers that I don't think they, they know who to go with. They don't know if they need to go with WWE or AEW. I think it's tough for them, but AEW oh. I think is a Turner property. So there might be some. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure all the wrestler boys flirt with the Q the most. Uh, yes. Yes. And then, you know, the other guys try to get their attention as well. It'd be really funny to me if actually if Murr, does Murr watch any of it? Or no, uh, it'd be funny to me if Murr just did the wrestling thing, like jumped in uh, before the other guys did. I bet you Murr, like, you know, like if it's on or if it's like on, if it's like WrestleMania, he'll watch yeah. it like a casual, like uh, probably the same amount that he watches football. He's like, I'll watch the <laughs> Super Bowl. Gotcha. Yeah. The once a year fan. That's and cool. Joe, and I think Joe would watch if um, there was gambling involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to say we, we were in London Wait, uh-huh. you know, were you with us, Casey? No. We were in London. I think is you know I'm not I don't I don't really follow wrestling or anything, but it was um I was well, I guess it was WrestleMania time. Okay. So okay. Silent Q had like this big party at a bar and like a crew came and Murr kinda had his own little party. Oh gotcha. Wow, rival. Yeah, no no like real wrestling. It was a less boat show dinner drinks type yep. of thing. And then the crew, the other, the crew that like likes wrestling, which is pretty much most of the crew, they mm-hmm. kind of hung out with um with Q and Sal at this this other bar, and they watched the they watched WrestleMania and just bugged out. That's cool. I went with the, I went with Q and Sal once to um, WrestleMania. I forget the number. It was a couple of years ago in New Orleans, and uh-huh. that was really fun because it was just you know it was New Orleans first of all to hang out, but then yeah. You know, we just kept getting like kind of better and better seats. Like I think they they like bought tickets to WrestleMania, but then afterward is like Raw and then SmackDown is the next day. And then people like wrestlers like saw them when they were fans and they were like, oh, I'll get you seats. And our seats just got better and better for each event, you know? Yeah. And we oh, just like, awesome. we kept staying an extra day. We were like kept changing our flights. It was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. There's like all these things. That happened to us one time at a Broadway show. I went with uh, Q and Sal and we had like, okay seats and then i guess one of the actors saw us from the stage or like saw the guys and then after the show we're like hey do you guys want to come backstage and see stuff uh so that's pretty cool we got to go backstage at a broadway theater 
and uh, yeah, get to go on the stage and all that. That was a fun one. Yeah, Broadway and wrestling, you know, it's it, wonderful performances. <laughs> yes. It's basically the same, like, you know, actors slash athletes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, got to be in shape to be on Broadway and same with WWE. And same with yeah. the Practical Jokers. You know, you really have to... You have to be in shape to be on a Practical Jokers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pre- pre-rec. Uh, and, you this, and you need your acting chops, which, you know, is a beautiful segue into this punishment. It's so fun yes. to see Prince Herb have to, like... Actually, he did a good job sometimes, like, jumping into these characters. He was fun, man. I mean, this is, again, this is almost like... To me, this punishment almost felt like a Joe punishment, if that makes sense, you know? Where okay. it's like the guys, sometimes they just want to see Joe go out there and laugh at what he does. It reminded me of that. They're like, we want to make Sal be these different characters and just kind of laugh at him. They threw him like, like make him be like, do some awkward stuff, like in front of, you know, the Mark that was there, uh, which by the way, there's also multiple Marks. We only ended up using one in the cut, but like he did yeah, this yeah. a few times. We should, we should explain, yeah. let's explain that a little bit more. So basically we, we had a couple different people, that Marla character, the Marla Mark, we had a yeah. few different people do it. So Sal had to, had to, you know, audition basically yeah. in front of new people all day, but yeah. the Marla one was like just really good. And so, and it just, you know, they, they just used her reactions the most and the other ones were good, but we just, you know, we don't, we only have so much time. So, yeah. and we overfilm yeah. everything just in case. Yeah, exactly. And I think there was actually like, I, I knew because like, so we, like the comedy producers uh, wrote a bunch of the scripts with the guys. And like, I remembered like some of the different scripts, like when he does the winter came like a banshee, that was one that wasn't from resurrection moon. Uh, that was from Scanlon fields. One that I wrote about like a Southern or some Southern play. Uh, but like it, it was, so, I remember that being in another turn, but they cut it into this turn with Marla. And like you're saying, we don't have a lot of time. So I was like, do you have to explain that there's other marks? Or is it better to just show all the awkward interactions with Marla and like not have to like explain away, like here's a new person, here's them reading stuff like that. So yeah, yeah a little bit of a, a TV magic there. Um, but yeah, there's yeah multiple plays that were super fun to write. <laughs> and um, we, I got to give a lot of yeah. credit to, to Jana and uh, Megan Manduke. So that's <laughs> actually one of the first times she's been on Megan Manduke. That's the, you know, when you hear Manduke enterprises or we, they use her name all yes. the time. She's yes. uh yeah, she's been on the show for a long time. She's the best. And she did such a good job with all that abs stuff, hipper, more hip. Like, Cause you know, Jana, is an incredible comedian and improviser and she, yes. you know, she's a comedy producer on the show and Megan has like great comedic timing and is very funny. She in fact did my voicemail. So if you've ever called me, she's, been, <laughs> she's very funny. My voicemail is pretty good. Just not great I'm voicemail. Pretty happy about it. It basically is Megan Manduke saying, hi, you've reached Casey. Um, I am a boy. This is just my, what my voice sounds like on the phone. And, uh, <laughs> Very fun. And her delivery is perfect in it. Yeah. She's uh, a perfect deadpan, right? Yeah. 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 And, and the guys love it. And uh, yeah, like you said, it's so fun to watch the two of them together. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think Jana was the big winner of this episode because her first name gets mispronounced all the time yeah. uh, as Johan- Joanna and stuff like that. And they said Jana a bunch for a national audience. And now finally, hopefully for her, I'm hoping uh, she gets a lot of uh, people to call her Jana now, um, which also quick story uh, for big fans of our comedy producers. I met another Jana 
uh, and I was like, your name's Jana. I know another Jana, which our Jana was excited about when I told her this story. And that other Jana was like, I don't like that. <laughs> What's her reaction? <laughs> she's, I was like, what? She's like, I'm the only one with my name. I don't like that. There's another one. I was like, all right, great. So, <laughs> fun stuff. But yeah. That's so, great. Yeah, big, big winner there. Um, and she, yeah, she wrote, I think John also had a hand in writing Resurrection Moon, which is a vampire tale that played heavy in this punishment. Uh, yeah, yeah. I lo- that one's that one's great. There's a couple. Uh, yeah, I, I think we can get away with him playing a uh, vampire, and I just I just hope that Prince Herb is Cuban enough to do the that like that like Latino stereotype. I think. <laughs> yeah. But I I, I'm, I pray he's just. Yeah, I think he's just Cuban enough that he gets away with it. Also, he did a great job. It really feels like one of those like pr- police procedurals that like <laughs> you know. I feel like Dick Wolf should have should have written that. You're right. It's definitely felt like a Dick Wolf joint. And we'll find out, Case, if, if we're doing the podcast next week. I guess that means we didn't get canceled. So, uh, yeah, I think I think he could pull it off, right? Um, yeah. And it, and it was very fun to watch him play it. I mean, him and Marla going back and forth. I love the chemistry in the room that even uh, Prince Herb well, I wasn't sure whether it was on the page or whether it was real chemistry between him and Marla. It was really fun to watch that play out. And, uh, and of course, yeah. The, the sexy abs that just kept coming back was, was great. I could, I could hear it a thousand times, just like more hip abs. Yeah. <laughs> abs. abs. You know, abs. it's so fun to also see Jonna and Manduke. Not that Sal's like, you know, Sal is their boss. So it's so fun to see them be like, we're good. Thanks. We've seen enough, you know, <laughs> good, not <Yep>. great. <laughs> good, not great. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Sal's like, I'll need more from her in the middle. It was really fun. Oh, yeah. Really good. Yeah, the, the other thing was, like, again, we had like multiple marks in this one, and they, Sal was like being really, uh, I guess, sorry, Prince Herb <laughs> was being really dickish, basically, to all, all the marks and like really kind of calling them out on their reads throughout. Yeah. And I think Marla handled it the best, which is maybe why we showed Marla and not some of the more awkward times that we did it uh, in the room. But yeah, it, it, uh, it was great. I, I loved watching it. Uh, the, both of them were filming it and, uh, and in the punishment here. Yeah. Uh, did, Shay, did you have a favorite uh, part about this punishment on set? This Sal all the way. I mean, sorry, Prince Herb, just his, his acting period. Cause he had to like improvise and him improvising is my, the, the, my favorite, the best thing ever in the world that I want to see. So it was one of my best. Nice. Yeah. The, the guys are all great improvisers. And but like, we, we used to do um, a show with them uh, or we'd do like the comedy producer would do a show and every now and then the guys would sit in and it was just always so fun to watch them improvise. And like you said, Prince Herb was one, one of the best ones at it. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it was like, it's like a real treat to get to get to watch that. And then I also, sure. the, what was it that the song the song was it Megan? Um, oh, Megan went down to the sh- when Megan went down to the shore and she saw Jonna and Marla. I can't say, <laughs> so I'm not gonna sing it. Nice, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like little songs to like help remember names. Yeah, that was really fun. Oh, yeah, we did that a lot with all the other marks too. Like, he kept like messing up their names intentionally. Yeah, it was always pretty. It's a it's like one of my favorite bits in general, just to say even my friends' names to like pretend that I'm, I don't know it to be a jerk. Yeah. So 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, I, I feel like, you know, if it, I'll be honest, like if this was not a COVID world that we were like filming in, it'd be nice to have more people reading, you know, like oh, right. have, a, have a, like a table read almost with multiple people. And uh-huh. so that, so that Prince Herb can sort of pick out a couple of different people and, you know, and mess with them a little bit. Yeah. I think that would have been, that could have been like, you know, another, another layer that we would do if it was, if, you know, if it wasn't like where we have to, you know, have people tested and, you know. Yeah, exactly. And like the, the one of the time nature of things and like kind of like in a really big room, like as opposed to like a tight confined little focus group room, yeah, potentially uh, might make it a little bit more, more awkward. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, it got there, especially like Sal's version of what sexy is. Or I like when she says like, we should be together. And he's like, wait, are you acting? Or is that real? You know, like <laughs> yeah, those, exactly. Those things are just like, those, those are good with one person too. You know, like if it was a group of people, it, it doesn't hurt, but it's nice that it's, it's just even more awkward. And I, I thought Sal, oh, sorry, Prince Herb acquitted himself, himself well in this punishment. Would you say he's the best actor? Of the guys? Yeah. Yeah. I've always felt that way. I think 100%. he is. Yeah. I do think though, like I've seen Q and other things and I feel like he always really brings the goods, like in actual, uh-huh. like acting projects. Like he, he's been in a few little things where I'm like, oh, he, he's good. Like he, he really yeah. went, he, he got there. He's really in it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, the coolest thing I've seen Q in is a comic book. Is <laughs> uh, yeah. he's drawn like his face into some like uh, Marvel comics, which is pretty. But pretty that's awesome. acting, you know. That's acting too. It is, you know, like to get that onto the page. I'm sure he's got to like give them some looks that they can use to then have the artist craft his uh, his likeness. Yeah, it's interesting. Q Q was once in. Um... Some guys are bigger than others, which was a Jeff Sellis, the uh, director of photography for Impractical Jokers. Um, it was Jeff's like little movie that he wrote and directed and, and mm-hmm. produced. And Q has like a small scene in it. And it's, it's really funny. It, it, it's, it's like a luchador kind of like fight world. And yeah. Q just goes like his character just goes to get beat up and thrown out of the ring. And he like loves the, like the punishment of it, which is kind of fun but he has a line he he has a line where he sees this comedian tim duffy who's the actor in it he sees the actor tim is white and he's like he's like yeah finally some diversity in here nice (laughs) nice to see someone else like you know um so i and he does and he just delivers it perfectly it's like it's a small cameo but it's always when they and they've done stuff like they've been on the show 12 monkeys and yeah um, yeah like those it's always really fun to see that that stuff yeah q is actually we did we filmed a bunch of stuff one time, me and Q and uh, we, we filmed something for late night snack, which is on true oh, yeah. TV for a bit. Yeah. And it, there were like sketches based around Benjamin cat and <laughs> Q was great. And um, I think like by the time, like what we filmed wasn't what aired basically, like we got to film what we wanted to, but then we didn't get to edit. And mm. so like, we were kind of like, okay on like what like the final product was with it. But like, it was really fun writing this stuff with Brian and then like filming it and like, yeah, it, it was a, a real blast uh, to get to do that. And we worked with some really good people on it, like from our show, like uh, Kevin Etherson that does, uh, you know, inside, inside jokes. Yeah. He works on like the, the pop-up video version basically of jokers. And uh, yeah, it was a 
Phil Russell as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are some, what are some of the best like like B sides or like other? If you're a fan of Jokers, what else could you watch the guys in? Like, what else is out there? Basically, kind of like you know the podcast that Sal does. Like, if you like, yeah, he's like got, Hey Babes or Taste Buds. Yeah, like so what else is there? definitely definitely Hey Babe and Taste Buds. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, definitely yeah. like their social media stuff. If you just uh-huh. want, if you want to go through all of Murr's cameos, I've done uh-huh. that before. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Joe's got his own YouTube now, and Joe's doing a you know posting a lot. Yeah, and and TikTok definitely follow them there. Oh yeah, Case, you posted a funny video of us that Joe posted from us. Uh, me and you did traffic camp, I guess yeah. a couple of years back. Yeah, and you sent it to me because in that video. Um, like, Joe asked us like what our favorite pizza is. I'm like Hawaiian. I'm a meat eater till I die. I'll never not eat meat. And uh, I've been like a, a pescatarian or vegetarian yeah, almost like, for the past few years. It's so yeah, funny. Almost like a couple weeks after we like that was filmed. Like you've been, you've yeah. been like, like a, like, you know, either a fish only or vegetarian for like so long <laughs> that I'm like, it's so strange that you came in so hot on that. I've never, I mean, I eat meat all the time, but I've never been like meat till I die. It was, you know, when we do stuff with Gatto, he always wants us to come in hot. He's like, you gotta yeah. come in high energy and just bring it. So I think that was just like, I, I liked Hawaiian a lot at that point. I think it was really the pineapple. Uh, I, I stand the pineapple. So yeah. But yeah, Joe's got traffic camps. So that was a, that was a fun one. Uh, yeah. What else? What about uh, Murray's got the cameos? Hmm. Um, what I'm trying to think what else they've like been in and done like bones. I know they did this episode of bones, like Murray and Sal played like garbage men. Yeah. Bones. Yeah. hundred thousand dollar pyramid was another. Oh yeah. They yeah. They've done yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah. Playing that game. I mean, of course it's misery index. Yeah. Misery index is good. Yeah. That's a good, I, it's so funny. I should know more of these. They, you know, Sal's also done, other people's podcasts. So you could probably search his name and find him on other, you know, on other podcasts and listen to those. And I think the other yeah. guys too, for, to some extent. Um, yeah. Oh, Q's got, yeah. Tell him Steve Dave. I, I think we may have mentioned of that. Already. Yeah. Um, that's a whole universe. And they, they've been filming more things. There's a, there's a guy that works with them that has been like adding a lot of film elements to their, universe and that's that's good stuff to watch too that's great those guys are hilarious brian johnson really yeah. makes me laugh he's uh crazy in, in the best way possible i think he, he brings out like a whole nother side of q that uh like you kind of get to see on tv but like it really plays yeah. on like telling steve david that like all sorts of bizarre like would you rathers and stuff like that uh so yeah it's a it's definitely a fun like different side that you get to kind of see of the guys when they do that. And uh, I guess their tour too. I mean, they're going back out on tour, which is awesome that these things are able to happen again now. Mm-hmm. So w- this one, th- do you guys know the name of it? Is it Scoopski Patatas or what's the name of this tour? Yeah, Scoopski yeah. Patatas. Nice. Okay. Great. Yeah. That starts up in, I think, November. That's good stuff. So yeah, I'm glad to see that it's back back up. Uh, as you know, we kind of hopefully start peeking our heads out of this pandemic and all that. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. I was just curious if you guys had any favorites out of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are all, you know, really good ones. I'm, I'm, if I think of any more, I'll bring them to other um, podcasts and stuff like that. Or like, yeah. Yeah. You know, also, you know, what they've done is like they, they I think Sal and Joe went shoe, uh, shoe shopping for mm-hmm. the complex. The complex. Yeah. Yeah. There's like YouTube. Yeah. YouTube their names and you could probably find some good stuff. Sal like and Prince Herbal Shoes. 
Oh yeah, printer. Jeez, jeez, Louise. I'm gonna do so many push-ups. So, uh, yeah, but this was yeah, this was a this was a fun episode, and um, we got a lot of fun episodes. We got a bunch coming up. I'm excited for. I've been watching ahead, and they're really good. Best. Um, and please make sure to hit us up and uh, ask us some questions. Hashtag. Uh, Joker's podcast, and you can find me at, at Casey Jost. You got at Mick James McCarthy, and Shay is on Instagram only, and that's fine. And it's <laughs> Shay Star Child, CHA, CHA. That's right. Represent. Um, well, thank you guys so much. This has been so much fun. And nice talking to you guys. Great seeing you. Great seeing y'all. Mm-hmm. See y'all next week. Aww. On the pod. <laughs> the official Joker podcast.